0: the Mississippi Crop Situation Podcast featuring the Crop Doctors. Welcome to another edition of the Mississippi Crop Situation Podcast. I'm Eric Larson, and I'm here today with my research assistant, Mr. Nolan Stapleton.
1: I'm glad to be here.
0: Nolan, we're off to a pretty good little start here with the 2021 planting season, and uh, the topic that we wanted to talk about today is grain sorghum grain sorghum is a crop that has fallen to relatively low acreages in in recent years but there's a renewed interest in the crop this year and we're getting lots of questions from growers and others that uh, you know a little bit of a refresher on what we need to do to grow sorghum successfully and make sure that we have a good crop this year.
1: Well let's get started let's talk about some of the unique characteristics of sorghum and what climate and region it's best suited for.
0: The thing that most folks first recognize about sorghum is it's a very drought and heat resistant crop. It is far less productive than say corn. Our state average yields normally are somewhere in the neighborhood of about 80 bushels an acre. And yields typically range from somewhere around 60 bushels on the low side to probably 130 bushels an acre on the high side with exceptional yields being up around 150 bushels an acre, so the yield level is less than what we would expect for corn, generally somewhere about 30 percent less, but sorghum is a very suitable crop for less productive soils, particularly dryland soils where growing corn might be too risky. It also works extremely well as a rotation crop, um, where each crop is mutually beneficial to others, and we've grown a lot of soybean acreage over the last several years, and Folks may be looking for an opportunity to slip another crop in there that's, that's beneficial not only for uh, that new crop, but will help their soybeans in the long run, too. So grain sorghum does work well for that. Sorghum also works well and is suitable for use in a drubble cropping system, say, for instance, after harvesting wheat in late May or early June as well. So occasionally there's questions and opportunities to grow sorghum instead of soybeans in a double cropping situation. But those are the main things that sorghum is best suited for and and where we would typically use it.
1: What are some of the limitations we might run into when planting sorghum?
0: The biggest thing compared to most of our crops is that it has no herbicide resistance, particularly glyphosate resistance. So it is vulnerable to drift scenarios from glyphosate being applied to those other roundup resistant crops. So so that's always a concern. It does have some pretty serious issues with various insect pests and particularly the sugarcane aphid is a new insect pest that came along several years ago that we really have to stay on top of along with with several other insects. So not only is it just adding to the needs to, to scout for insects during the growing season, but it, it does mandate specific use of insecticides to control things like sugarcane aphids. And thirdly, probably the other limitation for sorghum, it is, it is vulnerable to kernel sprouting during the after maturity but pre-harvest time period. So if we happen to get into rainy conditions in late August or early September when it's when it's maturing and or if it's planted later in the summer, where it's gonna be maturing later in the fall when likelihood of rain is, is higher, then it can be susceptible to kernel sprouting if we get into a wet period prior to being able to get in the field and harvest it with our combine.
1: So what are some of the things we need to know and keep in mind in order to successfully plant sorghum?
0: Well, obviously we work primarily with corn. A lot of our growers think of, of sorghum as a plant that's somewhat similar to corn but it's very different from corn in terms of its germination requirements, particularly in the soil temperature that it requires to actively stimulate and promote growth during those seedling stages or any time thereafter for that matter. It does require a much warmer soil temperature of about 65 degrees in order to stimulate germination with sorghum. Corn, that, that magic level is 50 degrees and We don't have to worry about soil temperature in a lot of cases, but it has been exceptionally cool this spring. We just came through a week where we had frost threats of at least a couple nights, and temperatures in the the high 30s and low 40s for several days in a row, or really all week. So we need warmer soil temperatures in order to stimulate germination. So typically we, we recommend planting sorghum in late April, early May, basically the same Uh, time period when we would plant cotton when those soil temperatures are going to reach that magic 65-degree level. Our nighttime temperatures aren't dipping into those low 50s and and maintaining a higher level that will support seedling growth and, and germination of those seedlings that typically are a lot smaller seed than what sorghum is. So there's a lot less vigor and a lot less energy there to support growth nearing stressful, poor growing conditions than what we are familiar with with corn. So, a lot more vulnerable plant during those seedling stages.
1: And when we're talking about planting rates for sorghum, how does that compare to corn?
0: Well, we're seeding more seed per acre because they're a smaller plant, but our general recommendations, again, we generally use grain sorghum in dryland situations. So we use a modest goal of about 40 to 70,000 plants per acre is our our general recommendation for dryland grain sorghum seeding rates. And and we only need to overseed that by, you know, just a modest 5% or something like that. So dropping somewhere in the neighborhood of 50 to 55,000 seeds up to, you know, maybe 60, 65,000 is is pretty normal in, in what I would recommend where we have a good prepared seed bed. Grain sorghum is not very responsive to seeding rate because it has the ability to tiller and produce multiple heads per plant. So we know that corn is very responsive to seeding rate and grain sorghum is exactly the opposite. It has the ability to put on additional stems and additional heads per acre when we do have favorable growing conditions and since we grow it on less productive soils generally and particularly In dryland situations, we would prefer to seed it at a modest rate, let it adapt to the environment if you have favorable growing conditions, and if you encounter some of those stressful growing conditions during the growing season, it's gonna be a lot healthier plant that's gonna stand better and produce higher yields by planting it at a moderate seeding rate than a high seeding rate.
1: And what kind of seeding depth are we gonna see on sorghum?
0: Just a little bit shallower than corn an inch inch and a quarter to inch and a half deep. Um, Certainly don't want to go much deeper than that. The biggest determining factor there would be whether you've got sufficient soil moisture to seed to that depth. So generally we have plentiful soil moisture during the early springtime and just getting good coverage and good placement of that seed on on top of a bed or on a well-prepared seed bed is very important.
1: Yes, sir. And you mentioned that it has no herbicide resistance. So how are we going to handle weed control in regards to planting?
0: Well, that's very important, I guess. You know, we're going to be relying upon conventional herbicides. So we need to make sure that our field is absolutely clean at planting time by using a burn down herbicide or tillage in order to control existing weed vegetation. And then we probably need to apply a pre-emergence herbicide right behind the planter that will control weeds before they have the opportunity to emerge you know most folks use an atrazine based product along with a pre-emergence grass herbicide following the planter and particularly the grass control is real important we have some options to control weeds particularly broadleaf weeds that come up after planting or break through an atrazine application but the the Options for grass control after emergence are extremely limited for grain sorghum. So it's extremely important to get that product down after the planter leaves the field and hope that it does its job effectively.
1: Kind of wrap this thing up. Let's hit the main points about grain sorghum.
0: Well, grain sorghum is a very drought tolerant crop that works very well in our dry land crop rotation systems and have mutual benefits with soybeans or other crops that it might be grown in combination with so although it's not a major crop for this region it can be a reliable crop particularly if you use it in that place where it's best suited which is dry land production systems on you know moderate to, to low low production fields in general it does need very warm temperatures in order to germinate And we like to use modest seeding rates in order to optimize productivity in dryland systems and optimize the plant health as well. If you have any questions, always feel free to contact myself or our other Extension specialist colleagues. And thank you once again for listening. Please subscribe, and we look forward to joining you again in the future. The Mississippi Crop Situation Podcast is a production of Mississippi State University Extension.